welcome to the Scottish podcast by Scottish people about Scottish things. We're three lifelong friends and displaced Scotsmen who get together to talk about our homeland, the weird stuff that happens there, and to remind us why we are the way we are. Welcome to This'll Do Nicely. Hello, everybody, and welcome to today's story with Rory. I am Rory, and I am joined by my two co-anchors of Jonathan and Christopher. Hello, boys. How are you doing? Hi, Rory. Very well, thanks. How are you? Very good, thank you. (laughs) I love love lamp. (laughs) Well, we're doing, uh, I always forget what we call it. I could just look at the previous episodes, but like, this will do newsy. News will do nicely. New- no, we're news doing a week news- where we forget to publish last week's. Isn't that what we're doing? Or- oh, no? okay. Should I we- guess. Oh. Should we bring this up? Yeah, or- we should probably <laughs> mention told, this. Unbelievable. I told the readers Did what you- happened was our, our new intern, Harry, yes. uh, was tasked with uploading it. Harry forgot. Harry. Harry has been dealt with, and we are now advertising for another intern. <laughs> Swift yeah. action. Harry, Harry did not last long. Yeah, I mean, for a matter of days. Less than a week. That must be some sort of record. But uh, <clears throat> you know, luckily we don't pay anybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, look, Harry screwed up, and uh, we apologize on his behalf. But um, you know. <sighs> We don't get paid to do this. You guys don't give us anything. So what are we going to do about it? Soz, deal with it. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? I am. I'm upset that I didn't wake up Tuesday morning to just a flurry of emails in the Thistle Nicely (laughs) inbox, just clamoring, trying to figure out like, not, not where is our episode, but are you boys okay? Has something happened to you? Have you been in a terrible accident? Is this why there's not an episode? Like, this is outrageous. I thought you cared about us, but I guess not. Rory, why yeah. are you being like this? Why are you attacking the readers when it was... We all know who's yeah, fault this sorry. was. Defense mechanism. It was, it was Harry, yeah. I'm just, I, look, I liked Harry. I thought he was going to do well. I'm just trying to defend him uh, a little bit, but, you know, it was his fault. Yeah, well, Harry, I've been told, now uh, has a gig on... Prince Harry and Meghan Markle's uh, <laughs> new Spotify uh, podcast as well. Oh, wow. um, he got he got the gig through Gary. Uh, so you know when Harry met Gary, Spotify, <laughs> yeah. When Spotify is really, you know, taking all our all our stuff. Have you guys been approached by them yet? Or? I I have not. Have, have you? No. I'm not allowed to no. talk about it. Yeah. No. Funnily enough, I haven't. Oh, Johnny. My contract oh. says that I'm not actually allowed to talk to you guys about any oh. offer that may or may not have been made in the last week or so. This is this is how you're doing it. Yeah. It's going to be you, Susan Boyle, <laughs> and Alan Cumming. Alan Cumming. It's yeah. <clears throat> well, well, look. I mean, we had a good run, the three of us. But I guess that's it. We. I. I, I mean, what's your show about? It's about um, Scottish people uh, talking about <laughs> Scottish uh, music uh, <laughs> with Scottish things. Um, well, I'm really glad it's not like just an entire improv show because I, I, I'm worried <laughs> when you get put on the spot, you panic a little bit. <laughs> this wasn't in the script. <laughs> you got to give me this beforehand. <laughs> 
so yes, apologies for the late episode, but um, you know it's out now. Obviously, as of this recording, as of this uh, this episode being released. Um, but yeah, this week we are doing news will do nicely. Uh, one of our 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 can we of... just can we just call it news on news newsly? Just oh, to cover all the bases. I really like that news on news newsly. <clears throat> yeah, I like that yeah. a lot. Um, yeah. our kind of semi periodic dive into the current affairs in Scotland, whatever nonsense is happening in our homeland. I I this time I I thought I would. I tried to mix it up and look for actual news just to be like, oh, maybe I'll do like five minutes on the actual interesting current events that are actually happening in Scotland. And it's just (laughs) nothing. There's nothing interesting. It's all just boring. It's either really like depressing, like violent crime or very mundane local politics. And I'm just like, ugh. It it really swings both ways in that sense. Like I was yes. looking for like, where's all the funny stories? And it was like, there's been another murder. <laughs> Great. Right. Like, another s- three three people stabbed in Stocky Hall yeah. Street. Fountain Again. of blood. <laughs> it's like, oh, great. Oh, Here we boy. go. Where's the, where's the joke stories? <laughs> <laughs> Just give me something relatively nice. Um, we like our extremes, you know? It's either miserable or extremely fun. <laughs> <laughs> well... <clears throat> This is the only one that I found that I felt was... So it's on BBC News' website, so that makes it legit. That's probably the only time that we're going to be on something that is... <laughs> it's the not, most legit website you've ever quoted on right. this podcast. It's not going to be Daily Record or or The Scottish Sun, um, which is going to be probably the, the rest of this episode. But Stuart Middleton um, underwent an operation to receive new kidneys from donors. And so he had basically failing kidneys and he reached out to donors and he was lucky enough to get replacements. But the 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 headline is brilliant because it's just like, I was shocked to find out I now have four kidneys. <laughs> and I, I'm not a doctor, I'm not a surgeon, and I know very, very little about, kid, about transplants in general. And I always thought it was a transplant, but apparently... In certain circumstances, certain cases, it is normal practice to leave redundant kidneys what? inside the transplant patient. You just add more around. Yes, it. yes. So, wow. I, I just like it, mm, that. Sounds like an error that the doctor has made, and then told a story to cover <laughs> up their tracks afterward. When he, when poor old Stuart's complaining of bloating. Yeah, well, I'm like, oh yeah, that's um, that's completely normal. Um, that's what we always. Do I'm half a stone heavier? <clears throat> yeah. Why is my urine blue? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Stuart, you've gained a lot of weight in the uh, in the kidneys area. Yeah, well, you know, doubled up. I it, it's I I just find it very. I, I was just surprised going through this, uh, and I learned <laughs> a little bit more about it. And I don't know, like, if the kidneys are failing. Does that mean the other two are just going to continue to fail and kind of rot and die inside them? I don't Is this know. It's also unique to kidneys. Like, are there other organs that you know? If you, if you, I presume if you get a heart transplant, they don't just leave the old one in there. Leave the old one. Connect up the pig heart. Beating that to double it. time. Yeah. <laughs> I like. This is very I don't know. Strange. 
I don't know. I find it very, very weird. But yeah, apparently it's common practice. This is the first I've ever heard about it. I think this doctor needs investigated. (laughs) I I agree. Um, Yeah, that's the the one legit story that I thought I'd bring to the episodes. Well, thanks for trying. Thank you. Johnny, (laughs) what you got? I don't know. I don't know what to say about that. I'm just... Is he is he okay? Like is he all right? No, he's dead. (laughs) (laughs) Because he had four kidneys. Yeah, ironically, he died of a heart attack. (laughs) (laughs) He's got three thousand kidney stones. He's apparently very active, but has to wear a special belt to protect his his four kidneys. (laughs) Wow! Wow! There you go. And, uh, yeah, he, he like, bikes. There's photos of him, like, hanging around, doing sports and all that kind of stuff. Can't play rugby anymore, but, uh, I mean, good. I mean, he probably can't box. He'll be in a different weight class now. All those extra kidneys kicking about. Whole thing's bizarre. Wow, strange story. Yeah. Probably can't do sit-ups. No. Or or he can do loads. Like, I mean, his piss is just, like, crystal clear. (laughs) Four times filtered. Yeah, you could probably drink it's basically that. like mineral yeah, water. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Bottle it and sell it next to Evian. Um, Dive, diving in the Maldives. <laughs> Crystal clear shower. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Johnny, what you got? Well, how do you? normally celebrate Burns Night. We've got many well, episodes about it. Fortunately, <laughs> I've got two livers, so my uh, I, the amount that I drink on Burns Night, I, my two livers just go into overdrive, and, you know, everything's fine. You know, they say you have always, you know, if you want to stay sober, you have a drink and then have a glass of water in between. You're effectively just filtering a nice pure glass of water, have that, next pint, yeah. on you go. Exactly. Great. Except I always forget to have the water. <laughs> yeah. Um... <laughs> Well, this person, Adam Moran, has the title is Man Tries to Eat 100 Tunnock's Tea Cakes in One Go to Celebrate oh, Burns no. Night. Oh, no. Which So this guy, apparently he's called Beard Meets Food, and he's a YouTuber with one and a half million subscribers. So, you know, kind of on our sort of level, really. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> he's getting there. Um, when he doesn't post, people tell him, but no one told us. <laughs> They come looking for him. They ask him if he's okay. Yeah. And so this this is on the Scottish Daily Express. And he's apparently like famous for trying all these food eating challenges. And so he was attempting to eat 100 Tunnock's tea cakes. And so we've talked about Tunnock's before. They're kind of like half biscuit, half marshmallow wrapped in a dome of chocolate. Um, and there's a great line in here where he says something like... Um, I, I hope the people of Scotland appreciate my efforts. It's like, well, yeah, thank you. On behalf of Scotland, thank you for trying. It's, uh, <laughs> no one no one was asking. No one, no, yeah, no one geez. needed it. Um, yeah. And apparently this is like... Did he do it? Did he, did he get home? Well, this is what I love about this article. It's like, you don't really know. Till you, you know, so often like articles are over in the first paragraph. This one is like, so he lays them out in front of him. He's like, you know, uh, setting up the challenge, blast through 20 in two minutes, using water to wash them down, gulps down 50 in six and a half minutes. And then he starts to slow, so he gets to like 70. And there's this line where he says, he begins to flounder and calls in, in a black coffee reinforcement to try and battle his way through some, some more biscuits. So apparently coffee is a good, uh, if you want to like eat lots of chocolate and calories, have a black coffee wow. to help it down. Um, I would, I, that would, that, 
that would bring a certain something to the Nathan's hot dog eating contest, right? If they had to chug coffee in between, <laughs> a little doing espresso that. between courses. Do you think <laughs> <laughs> this is some sort of advertising ploy by Tunics? They got like in touch with this I guy. I don't know if it makes them look that appealing. If you see someone eat, you know, hundreds of them, does it? You know, it would be a real challenge if he ate a hundred of the types of tunics that uh, made their way to Austin, Texas, uh, <laughs> and then to Virginia with me, because uh, which I, of course, won for our New Year's quiz, and Rory gave them to me. And by the time they got back, it was as if they'd been in my pockets for three years. And yeah, that would—that's the sign of a real man if he could eat a hundred of those. Yeah, I, I mean, don't want to hear about eating a hundred brand new fresh tunics that are cr- with crisp chocolate and fluffy marshmallow. I want the melted chocolate that might, may or may not be poo poo. I've definitely been sat on, and definitely been sat on, and it is more than room temperature, or a caramel wafer. If you can do a hundred <laughs> caramel, caramel wafers, I'd or be caramel wafers. That you need some sort of liquid. You need coffee. You need water Oof. to get through that. Like, Blimey. love a caramel yeah. wafer, but ooh. dries you out. The conclusion to this story is after what the Daily Express says: after partaking in an exhausting showdown with the last ten tea kicks, he manages to complete the massive task in twenty-four minutes and fifty-six seconds, which pretty impressive. Yeah, yeah. Good on him. How many calories is that? I can tell you, it's here somewhere. <laughs> uh, 10,600 calories, apparently. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, my God. Yikes. Wow. Oh, my days. You know, if we were the shock jocks that we should be, we would do this challenge. We would do the 100 Tonics Tea Cake Challenge on the Oof. show live. I don't know. There's something that you go, ah, oh, it's only 100. I'm sure, like, 10 in would be all dying. <laughs> like, he did it in 26 minutes. Yep. I don't think I could do that. I can eat 24 a lot. Minutes. Yeah. 20, uh, yeah, 25 minutes, basically. 24 minutes, 56 seconds, if you want to be precise. I do like being precise. That's but... wild. So congratulations, Adam. What I mean, thank you. I, <laughs> I don't know. I, yeah. Is Scotland of... proud? Are we proud? Are we pleased? No, I mean, uh, kind of annoyed. It's important, it's important to have a hobby, I suppose. So well done, Adam. Out of the three of us, who do you think would put away the hundreds first? Ooh. Me. I, I see what you're saying, and I get it. I understand <laughs> where you're coming from. I but... think Rory might be quite good. I think, Chris, you might go too fast early. Yeah. No, I think... no, no, I think I would. I, I, I don't know. I think I, I think I would just do it. You did just eat a pizza in about four seconds. <laughs> That's <laughs> true. That's <laughs> <laughs> that was only half a pizza. Okay, you are the other half. Is you are incredibly good at eating food fast, but the, you also can't forget how competitive Johnny and I are, and mm. how good at inane things Johnny is. That's true. <laughs> Although yeah. I don't, it's mostly pub sports, I don't know if this quite counts as a pub sport. You could do it in a pub. I'd my get, my, I'd my go, reasoning <laughs> being that you and Johnny would, uh, if if that's your reasoning that. You, you would take each other out with your competitive nature and I would just be off to the side just slowly but surely slow and steady nodding through bom. I, wouldn't get to, I wouldn't get to 100 but I just feel like I would outlast both of you fairly comfortably okay alright yeah like something to think Bear about in mind, 
bear in mind, I have a significantly larger stomach than both of you as well. So, <laughs> you know, there is that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm just looking up what else um, Beard Meets Food has eaten out of interest. And he's got a, one video titled The Meter Defeater, which pizza challenge, which looks like a meter long pizza. Pizzas are around, Johnny. This one's not. This one is like a long board. Like it sounds like a flatbread. <laughs> Look, I don't want to get technical here, but it sounds like a fucking flatbread. All right? <laughs> it's a I like the idea of, of, of beard meets food uh, and every day being like, ah, but you've got a bit of tonics <laughs> in your... you got 93 tonics in your beard. <laughs> oh, wait, there's a giant Greg sausage and bean melt. Hold on. Oh, now you're talking. Now that's, we're talking. Yeah. That's interesting. How is the how is this guy not dead? Twelve thousand calories. Bloody hell! My God, this sounds horrible. You'll die of a heart attack when he's like fifty three. It's already Recipe, twice mentioned. Fifteen hundred grams puff pastry, six hundred grams grated cheese, four four hundred grams Heinz beans, uh, Heinz sausage and bean mix, two two hundred cans of can two hundred grams of canned hot dogs. Yikes. This guy's wild. Yeah, but look, he's getting the numbers. That's what it is. That's what you need. If you want to be popular, you need to literally kill yourself on camera. Well, he that video has 700,000 views, so seems to add up. Okay, so I guess to the readers, <laughs> if you want to get in touch as to what food stuff you want to see Rory, Johnny, and me eat either competitively against one another, or you might want to see... Johnny eat a specific food, or Rory, or or me. Uh, you know, if we if you want individual videos of us doing it, then we I guess we can do that in cameo for a fee. Uh, if you want a competition, just let us know. Uh, Is this turning into like an us. ASMR channel? We just yeah, eat food you know, very very specific. <laughs> I'm quite happy to eat 16 packets of prosciutto as quickly as I can. I enjoy gummied sweets, so if you want to get something in that sort of area, I'll eat like three bags of um, Percy Pigs uh, mm. in one sitting quite happily. So We'll all happily sit in a pub and have 14 pints together. That would be yes. fun. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> if you just want... Yeah, so if you guys want to uh, sponsor us for that, then we'll set up a Cameo channel and you can watch videos of us eating and drinking. <laughs> <laughs> But that's what it seems. That seems like like what's popular these days. It sounds insane, but like YouTube is just people eating and drink. Oh, I don't. I don't understand this world. Um, do you do you guys remember the episode of Chewing the Fat, where uh, it was a sketch where someone runs in, goes into someone's house, and says, "I'm so sorry. I really, I really need the toilet. Do you yes. mind if I use your bathroom?" Yes. And he says, yeah, yeah, no worries. And he it's goes amazing. in and he sits down. And he, and as he closes the door, he realizes that it's a glass door. And the <laughs> guy who's just let him in goes and sits in front of the door <laughs> and starts peeling a tangerine and starts starts and watches him as he's taking a dump. It's, uh, it's so it's funny. I might try and find that on YouTube and put it in the uh, the show notes. But if, yeah. if not, just Google it. It's incredible. It's an all-timer. Yeah. Um, All right, Chris, anyway, what you got? Okay, uh, so Johnny mentioned the Daily Express, and I gotta say, <clears throat> after relying heavily on the Daily Record and Glasgow Live for these <laughs> for a while, the Scottish Daily Express came through, played an absolute blinder. 
Uh, sadly, I've had to drop one of the stories because it wasn't from Scotland. Um, but you know, oh, I've been I think I got. That before. Yeah, I was a bit annoyed earlier because I thought I found a really good one about Rod Stewart filling in potholes in his. Oh, rooms. I saw that one. <laughs> was that not Scotland? No, no. Eventually, I found the second story, and it was Essex Council furious oh. at Rod Stewart for doing it uh, because it was against health and safety. So we should have a section on non-Scottish stories because there is another good one about. Did you read the one about the dog? Um, the being, Connect Four dog. No, the dog being lured out of like a bog somewhere where they hung a sausage from a drone and like led it out. Of- <laughs> No, I missed that one. Well, one of the stories I was going to tell was a dog that's good at Connect Four, but Amazing. sadly that dog is in Bournemouth. Um, anyway, but this one I think is uh, is is good. It's actually quite a nice one. It's not it's not a stupid one, but I'd be curious to get your reaction on whether you guys would do this. Um, so a job opportunity has opened up on an uninhabited Scottish island as a wildlife ranger, but there's a twist. The National Trust for Scotland is on the hunt for a ranger who would. Uh, who would be the ranger. It's three islands in the Outer Hebrides, and the job comes with accommodation. It will pay £22,000 for a contract between April and August, and you have to work 40 hours a week. The catch, however, is there is no running water or mains electricity, and you have to travel over, obviously, to the island by boat, and you have to do stuff like monitoring seabird colonies and estimating population size. So it sounds my question, like being a what was that word? An occasional or uh, what was the lighthouse yeah, thing? The, occasional. Yeah, yeah, well, I think occasional, it was an occasional. Yeah, yeah, an occasional. So, so no trips to the mainland or other islands are expected for the duration of the contract, and you've got to stay there basically from April to August. Would you guys do that for twenty two thousand pounds? Which is what thirty thousand dollars? Yeah, five months. Wait, April to, April through August. Mm. April to August. Uh, bed and boards. Yeah, but there's no water and there's no electricity. Oh, so there's there's like yeah, so there's no Netflix. There's no computer. Yeah, I don't know. I like to read, but and I like my own company, but I think I would end up probably. Killing a few of the birds, tying them together into some sort of giant birds, and then befriending it. Uh, that's what I kind of see myself. They show like, up to what? pick you up in August. It's like, what what happened here? What what day do you think you would uh, do that, Rory? Like, with the with the bird Wednesday, the, the, the hybrid bird, the first Week Wednesday. <laughs> Just turn up, yeah. and I'm like wearing a full. I like the job advert here. It says, a considerable degree of self-sufficiency and resilience needed to live and work in isolated conditions for extended periods. Ability to implement work in a lone working and challenging environment and within a small team. (laughs) Small team team is just you. Very broad (laughs) use of the word team. Quite generous. Johnny, do you think you would do it? I actually think I would be quite good at that. I... Very, yeah. very but comfortable with my own company. Like I don't really like you people. Don't like people. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I'm quite a social person, but I don't really like people. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I, I think I, it'd be interesting. I, I'm kind of like those things that they're, you know, uh, time bound and one off things in your life you should do, and that that would be kind of interesting. I think what a story that would be afterwards. I, I think I would do it, but they'd have to jack up the price a bit. I, it does I, seem like, yeah, not a lot of money. To I don't get plan. out of bed for less than £25,000. <laughs> <these days. laughs> 
So bear that in mind when you're looking for the cameos of Chris eating 23 <laughs> packets of crisps in one sitting. And prosciutto. prosciutto. <laughs> crisps wrapped in prosciutto. Oh, now we're talking. Ooh. Hello. Um, it, yeah, mainlining, it's... mainlining ranch dressing. <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> I so did you had you had ranch dressing before you came here? I uh, don't think so. It's not really a thing in the UK, right? I so have you seen it being prepared at home? So it's basically just like the powdered packet that you pour into. I want to say like. Not cream, but it's not yogurt. It's something, some weird sort of creamy yogurty type stuff. Anyway, Jane makes yeah. it as a dip for like certain things, and I was like, "I'm not eating that. I don't know what this is. I'm not eating that. I, I don't know why you're pouring the powder into this white stuff and then dipping things in it. I'm not eating it." And then I tried it, and it's one of the most fucking incredible things I've ever tasted. And I know it's just the like salt and MSG and like umami taste that it has, but it's brilliant. Like more people around the world should eat ranch dressing yeah i mean one of the great regrets i have about living over here is that it's very difficult to find sour cream and chive sour cream that's uh, what they that's what it gets mixed in with sorry yeah sour cream and chive is 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 very difficult to find uh and you know it upsets me a lot that it america seems to have literally every single other dip yeah it's got 50 hummuses (laughs) <laughs> um, I would lose a I would lose a hummus eating challenge to you guys because my throat would seize up immediately and I'd die. Whereas you guys would just power on. No, I think twenty five minutes. Kill also, oh. That would kill me. Also, yeah. I yeah. would oh, well, Rory, run Rory away would win that one. with hummus. Yeah, yeah. hummus champion yeah. twenty twenty two. I just in the background I looked up ranch dressing on uh, Wikipedia and it says ranch dressing has been the best selling salad dressing in the United States since nineteen ninety two. Checks out. It's it's, it's amazing. In, in 2017, be. 40% of Americans named ranch as their favorite dressing, according to a study by the Association for Dressings and Sauces. <laughs> Big salad dressing. Hold on a minute. Okay, I'll be back in about three hours once I've read about the Association for Dressing and Sauces. This is the most animated I think I've seen Johnny in an episode because he's gone down a rabbit hole of Amazing. some salad idiot dressing. on TikTok who eats stuff and no salad dressing. <laughs> Oh, this is interesting. <laughs> I just, I'm not very interested in Scotland, but everything else is fascinating. No, turns, that's what it turns out. Ah, uh, it's amazing. Oh, do you know, did you know that there's potassium chloride in ranch? Oh. Ah, <laughs> uh, we'll try ranch dressing. I mean, if they, look, if they sent me to that island uh, with a, enough ranch dressing to get me through the five months, yeah, maybe. I'd think about it. we talk. Yeah. Do you think you'd do you think you'd go and punch a puffin? <laughs> Look, I'm not a violent person. I love animals, but I just know that I'd snap eventually. I'd I'd have a I'd I'd break. Like I, I know myself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just love them coming to pick you up and then just being like, mm, we'll just leave them. Would you- <laughs> what if what if I what if I threw in a sweetener and it was a dog that could play Connect Four mm. when <laughs> No, you're talking. I'd be fine. I'd be totally fine. Yeah. If I had a dog, okay. a, a smart dog, yeah, I could do it. <laughs> I'd go all year. What if the dog <laughs> ate all your ranch dressing? Fuck. <laughs> what if the dog went on a winning streak and you hadn't won Connect Four in like, you know, six weeks? Johnny. How does he keep doing it? How does he keep winning? Johnny, I've known you my entire life. I'm fine. I'm fine Kill with losing <laughs> stupid games. 
I'm fine with it. Fine killing dogs. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, keeping on with the food theme that we seem to be have going right now. Um, look, this is barely an article. It's one of those daily record articles where they just saw something on Twitter that was popular in Scottish. And they're like, let's go for it. Um, so Scott's <laughs> Twitter user prompts debate on a piece and crisps with post. Do you eat them? And the main reason I, I bring this up is Chris. So a piece, uh, for those who don't know, is, is Scottish, I guess, for sandwich. Um, so, so sorry, like what? A, for what? <laughs> I did not think about this before <laughs> I, raised, I brought this article up. Uh, a sandwich. <laughs> a sandwich. Uh, <laughs> Rory, you see when you go to the beach and you've got a bucket and a spade and you put stuff in the bucket and spade to build a structure, what do you so, call that? So annoyed at myself. What do you call Walk that? Straight into a sandcastle. Sand, interesting. Mm, okay. Yes. Sandwich. Sandwich. Sandcastle. Sandwich. So, I'm not going to be able to get through it. So, the point is, this man tweeted a picture of two buttered pieces of bread and a pile of crisps on one of the, the pieces of bread. And it was basically saying, uh, a crisp sandwich, I or no. And it went, as the children say, viral. People getting very, very excited about this. So, what do you, what do you, what do you boys think about it? Uh, I'm going to go with Johnny first. Chris sandwiches, 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 sandwiches. Um, so I, I wouldn't. I think you can't only have crisps in it. I think that's. Are you saying it's only? It's just bread, crisp bread. Yes. In this they get scenario. they get okay. into different variations in the article, but yes, he is just talking about crisps between two slices of butter bread. I think that's ridiculous. Like. You, they yeah. can be in a like an accoutrement for a sandwich, but they cannot be <laughs> the only ingredient in said sandwich. <laughs> like that's just ridiculous. I'm gonna I'm now gonna pass it over to our crisp sandwich aficionado. Um yeah. Christopher uh, well, Rory, Urban. I feel like you've teed me up here. Yeah. Uh I love a good crisp sandwich, <laughs> as as you well know, and to the extent that I still regularly eat crisp sandwiches. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's an act of savagery, just having it as <laughs> bread and crisps. You know, you've got to have several ingredients in there, and the crisps go on top, and then you mash it down oh. and and you eat it. So sad. There's only certain crisps you, you can't really do it with like Doritos or something like that. It, it's got to be a certain type of crisp. So I'll, in this article, it's. Cheese and onion walkers, which I I think is a per- uh, yeah an excellent. I, uh, uh, I do it yeah. a lot with sour cream and onion kettle mm-hmm. chips these days, which oh, highly kettle recommend. chips. What do you quite what do you... firm a kettle chip though? Is it not? I feel like walkers are the right crumbliness. Uh, they are quite firm, but when you've got uh, you know a strong jaw like myself, <laughs> it's uh, it's fine. So that training with a hundred tea cakes every morning. Yeah. <laughs> What uh? What else do you have in your your crisp sandwich? Uh, uh typically it's uh cheese and ham and uh and and ketchup. Ah, wow! And it's got to be toasted bread. Oh, really? I don't remember the yeah. toasted bread. Yeah, yeah. The toasted bread keep keeps the structure together, yeah. and I know it's disgusting. Uh, but I don't care. 
Just point of clarity, do you toast it like um, prior to constructing the sandwich or is it like a... Um... Oh, no, no, no. I mean, no, you couldn't do it in a George Foreman with the crisps. That would just be chaos. Um, although I, I do have a f- <laughs> funny sandwich thing the other day. So w- whenever I have a sandwich these days, my son, Finlay, who's two and a half, like starts stealing it and taking bits <laughs> of it. So I made him a sandwich last night for dinner because he was just fussing and not eating what we were telling him to and it was just it was cheese and tomato with a bit of mayonnaise uh it's really standard and i divided i cut it in half cut the crusts off put it down i thought oh I'm, i think i'm on something here because he eats my sandwich and the little bugger just took the, <laughs> just took the cheese out and ate ate like four little blocks of cheese and then just left the rest of it like a <laughs> like a like a mouse. Was there any crisps? And he was in so. It? No, there was no problem. crisps. That's maybe where I went wrong. Yeah, yeah. I I'm now thinking because I don't love a lot of tomato sauce, a lot of ketchup. It's too powerful a flavor for me. Um, not not a flavor. It's too powerful of a flavor that I don't love. But I'm thinking. Cheese, ham, crisps, and ranch dressing. <laughs> oh, this, I mean, this could be something like salt. I don't know. That's that's a bit rich for me, to uh, be honest. But you could try it. I'll report I mean, back. yeah, I'm very, I'm very specific about the type of ham that I use as well, because as you guys know, the ham in this country, if you just get it out the, you know, local supermarket fridge it's always made with like tons of water yeah. or something like that and Maybe it's just wet. really it's, it's really wet so i have to go to the deli counter and get a specific <laughs> type of i'm very particular about it yeah. uh and it's you know it's it's one of the few joys i have left in life well look i knew that this article would spark debate amongst us that's why i'm, I'm glad uh i mean this person i mean one of the responses to this man's post um i can't remember oh his name's uh, at ken underscore loves underscore babs fucking <laughs> hell um that's again <laughs> regretting all of it. <laughs> no he's got he's got a tiktok channel with eight hundred thousand followers of course he does <laughs> But yeah, one of the the repliers, the people that responded to him was like, yes, I'm into it, but with proper crisp, not what's it, or other puffed articles. Uh, yeah, salt and vinegar on white bread. Cheese if I'm going gourmet. And I was just like, all right. I think cheeses, you, I, I, you can't just do crisps. But there you go. Uh, one, one lady went super fancy with... Uh, Tato beef and onion on Polish sourdough with caramelized red onion, chutney, and cheddar. Which Oof. and wow. she has made it into like a toasted sandwich. Like she's put it on to like the George Foreman or something. So she's got now, a lot of good. That does that does sound gourmet. More gourmet way more than just cheese. <laughs> cheese. No, right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh okay. So Johnny, what else what else have you got? I've got one other food-related one. Um, I just liked it for the title that says 
Doug the Ugly Potato could be the biggest spud in the world. <laughs> is this Scottish? I saw this headline. So I, well, I, I think the couple are not Scottish, so it's a New Zealand couple, but they live in Hamilton. Um, oh, that's amazing. I didn't know this. And I just love the name Doug the Ugly Potato. That was yes. great. And so mm. I think they're like reasonably avid gardeners who discovered they were like digging around and uncovered what looked like an enormous object and they weren't very sure they were like is it you know some weird fungus is it i don't know a rock and then they probably like scratched the surface of it and were like oh it's an enormous potato that's incredible we're gonna have to put this thing on <laughs> yeah we gotta show the image because it is bogging. incredible and it is oh man it's been uh written about in like every news outlet i mean it's yeah, big, it's it's big news USA Today's done a story. What? Big potato, yeah. big news. Massive. My favorite bit. So, like, it's pretty huge. It's like uh, 17.4 pounds or like eight kilograms, basically. So, wow. like, pretty enormous. And <laughs> there's a great photo they have of it, like, on a sink. And to give scale, they've put like a potato peeler on top of it, which, <laughs> <laughs> which I really love. <laughs> And then they talk about, like, it's got really famous, I think, <laughs> in their town that. where they've, like, had a cart to sort of tow it around. And there's a bit where they say, we put a hat on him. We put him on Facebook, taking him for a walk, giving him some sunshine. It's all a bit of fun. Um, and so it's Jonathan, become this. Can I? Oh, no. Can I? I need to embarrass you here. Is it a different it's Hamilton? Ha- it's Hamilton, New Zealand. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> I didn't really look deeply at it. <laughs> No, you just saw Hamilton. Do you know when you, you said saw... when you said it's on these other publications at the back of my mind I went, hmm. <laughs> yeah, I knew as soon as you said Hamilton as well. Yeah. I was like, oh, they're from New Zealand, but they live in Hamilton. Like, mm. yeah, Hamilton, New Zealand. Well, it's got a great name anyway. Rory's left because it's a so great annoyed. name. It's a great story. Great story. Maybe he'll go on a tour to Scotland, and uh, everything everything will be all right <laughs> in the end. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I, I'm sorry. I didn't. Well, mean to um, Scotland you, but... invented New Zealand, so that's true. That's true. Scotland probably invented the potato as well. When I we think have, about I it, I would have thought so. Yeah, certainly ugly potatoes and the <laughs> old insult potato face probably comes from Scotland. Now that I think about it, you know. Yeah. So, so w- thanks for tracing you... it back. Appreciate it. How long do you think it would take you to eat an ugly potato? I think about 26 minutes. That's a big sandwich, though. That's a huge sandwich. You make a lot of, I can't, I can't, like a lot of crisp sandwiches out of that big potato. I can't even say sandwich. Sandwich. Rory, I'm, like sorry, I've, um, I'm sorry I've destroyed our podcast by citing a story that's not even got anything to do with Scotland. <sighs> Look, I, it was food-themed. New Zealand it was, good. was probably invented Just by Scotland. Just fix it in the edit. Just cut the bit of Chris calling me out on it and it'll be fine. <laughs> no one will ever know. Zealand is a small town north of Dundee, and that's why New Zealand is called New Zealand. Uh, it, all, it all checks out. Yeah. Go to roarchan.org.edu, <laughs> read all about it, don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, it's totally fine. It's totally fine. Um, and interestingly, the woman uh, who grew the potato looks a bit like the potato. So, you know. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Oh, come on. Their last name is Craig Brown. They must be Scottish. They've they must got to be have Scottish. some Scottish heritage. Yeah, exactly. 
Colin and Donna Craig Brown. Wow. <laughs> Is it actually Craig Brown, the old Scotland football manager? <laughs> it's it's Craig hyphen Brown. So uh, they've got to be. Yeah. It's got to be. Um so anyway, my next story, it's funny that you said that Rory, the crisp sandwich story reminded you of me because this one reminds me of you uh so a horde of nazi memorabilia was found in a glasgow home what by an (laughs) 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 electric i don't like this let me finish let me finish uh was found in a glasgow home by an electrician who was left shocked by what he saw posters of hitler along with swastika swastika flags that's an incredible (laughs) subtle pun right there the electrician getting shocked by what he saw. Just yeah, slipping that pun in there and then just barreling on with the rest of the article. Sorry. Yeah, i got, got to give uh, good old Jessica North a shout out there oh, for, uh, for that. Oh, brilliant Jessica. Um, so this is pretty intense. Um, do you remember that Father Ted episode when he found the room full of Nazi <laughs> yes. memorabilia? It's, it's as bad as that. Oh, Jesus. Uh, so posters of Hitler along with swastika flags, badges, SS guard uniforms military helmets and Nazi posters were all snapped in the home where George Taylor was working. So this bloke from Greenock oh, is doing a job and supposedly according to his Twitter account uh, <laughs> he goes in and he finds all this <laughs> and it's nuts. It's a room like literally from roof to floor covered in, That's in terrifying. Nazi memorabilia. It is nuts. You gotta. Um, you, you find that room. You gotta just run, right? Yeah, yeah. I think uh, it's it's pretty. It's it's extraordinary. I'm gonna have to Google it. It sounds like the Alan Partridge room with the the fanatic. Yeah, I just don't know how. <laughs> like, why wouldn't you just be like to the electrician? Don't go in there. <laughs> I would go. Horrifying Hitler room. Yeah. Yeah, it is horrifying. Yeah. Oh my God. He's got uniforms and masks yeah. and everything. Oh, wow. So he says. What are the pictures of the bands in the corner? Uh, oh, it's, <laughs> I'd love it if it Ed was Sheeran. just like S Club, S Club 7. <laughs> I think they might. I don't know what they are, know. actually. I yeah. can't really tell. But he says. Um, what does he say? Sorry, I've lost it. Oh yeah, his blood ran cold when he entered one of the bedrooms to what find what he described as a Nazi shrine. He said, I was so shocked. You see a lot of different sights in my work, but this topped them all. When I saw the Hitler poster at first, I didn't really think anything else. People collect different things and you learn to expect the unexpected in this job. When I went into the bedroom, it was like walking into Berlin in 1945. Uh, I was in the flat for probably an hour. A job like that can take a bit longer, but I wasn't hanging about. I mean... Now... The ironic thing is that his Twitter account is George Taylor eighty eight, and eight eight is an infamous Nazi yeah. quote. Yeah. Uh, no, I think that's just a horrible coincidence. But I just would love to know if George Taylor knows knows that because I would I would change my account if that was the case. So yikes! I'm on the Scottish Daily Express website just looking at these photos, and there's one comment on this article that just says, "Note to self." Don't ever use this nosy bastard as my electrician. <laughs> that's that's your reaction to this article, <laughs> like yeah, wow, fucking yeah. hell, yeah. Uh, just you... uh, keep yourself to yourself, eh? 
Do you remember the story? It's a wee while ago. And in fact, it came up recently because it was featured in the Joe Rogan show of the guy, the Scottish guy, teaching his dog to raise its paw when he said Zekyle. Uh, yeah, it rings a bell. Do we have a problem in Scotland that we need to deal with? Like, is this a know. fringe thing? I hope it is. <laughs> like, there is a there's another <laughs> there's another statement here from one of the people that commented on it. Uh, oh no, sorry, this is from George himself. If it was a collection from the overall war period, fair enough. But it looked extreme. There didn't seem to be anything from the Allied side anyway. <laughs> this this isn't a one of those specific collection. Yeah, this isn't a collection. Yeah. This is this guy's. Uh, he's he's a fanatic. So creepy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, um, as I said, that reminded me of you guys. Stop it! And <laughs> I stop no? saying that. No, don't like it. Makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> no. Oh, okay. Well, from lovely t- from terrible Nazis to lovely cheese and onion toasties i don't know (laughs) nice segue we had a good thing going with the food and you've really put something in the middle of it chris um good old big old shit sandwich (laughs) yeah it is so i have from the daily mail um and i'm not going to read the headline because the daily mail headlines tend to be four or five pages long for some reason (laughs) can you explain that chris that's true oh uh, <laughs> uh, they just like they just like to get the best info in there, you know. Yeah, get the entire entire article into the headline. But basically, the story yeah. is uh, a young man, Jim Lardner, uh, who who lives at home. He lives in Scotland, um, and he ordered a takeaway from his local. Uh, like, I don't know if it's a chip shop. I don't know what it is. It seems like some sort of like cafe. And he ordered a red onion. Well, it was a cheese and onion toasty. But his order note says, can I get red onions on the toasty with onions, please? It's not the interesting part of it. It's just a bit weird, that first sentence. Then he says, can you write, will you marry me on a box with the onion toasty? She will be ecstatic. (laughs) Thanks. <laughs> okay. Please tell me they wrote it with the toasty. Like literally no. with the toasty. This young man, this this Jim, uh proposed to his lovely <laughs> dead girlfriend. Now now fiance. Dead girlfriend. No, then girlfriend. No, now then fiance. Girlfriend. Uh via her cheese and onion toasty sandwich box. <laughs> it's worth Googling to see this because it is just one of those normal polystyrene boxes with the phrase will you marry me written on it with lots of hearts and kisses on it it's baffling Rory sometimes you just can't explain romance I, you're you're not wrong Johnny look it comes in a, 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 a like variety of different <laughs> ways uh, that is so that is so crap yeah yeah I mean I mean talk about minimal fucking effort it's incredible <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, you got to look. What to say about that? That's that's left me a little bit sad. 
Yeah, well, we did our we did a couple of weeks ago. We did an episode on Outlander and how sexy it is, and all the romance and the chemistry between the main uh, the main woman and the main man, and their you know all the, the the you know fiery sexiness between them. And if you actually want to know what real Scottish men are like, this proposal on a cheese toasty takeaway box is more accurate. That's if you go to Scotland right now. That's more likely what you're going to get. Wait, she said no. I thought she said yes. I'm reading an article in the Daily Mail that says she she rejected him. Oh, she rejected it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I must be. Maybe there's a follow up. What? She, where this she, is more than one. This happened more than once. <laughs> no, I think it's the same one. I'm googling that. Does it look like this? Here, I'll send it to you. Uh, oh, yeah, while sharing yeah. the devastation uh, I mean, of being rejected by his girlfriend. Oh, oh, no. Jimmy. Well, maybe try fucking harder next time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Look, yeah, fair point. Yeah. I have a general issue as well with the, somebody ordering a toasty on something like one of these delivery and take away uh, toasty, apps. Yeah. I mean, it's one of the easiest things in the world to make. Especially when it's just cheese and onion. Agreed. Yeah. I, I don't yeah. know if this no, guy... If, if, there'd been, if there'd been crisps in the toasty, well, now we're talking. that he wouldn't have been successful. The photo is also sort of amazing where there's a photo with it sort of sat on a bed sheet and it shows the lid with the will you marry me and then there's a hand holding one side of the toasty and then a hand just with a random fork. Like, don't, you don't need a fork for a toasty. Like, it's sort of very oddly staged photo, yeah. that. I had the yeah. same I, question, Johnny. Why, why is that fork there? What's the story behind the fork? <laughs> a very weird photo of that. Yeah. I predict there's no girlfriend. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no, did he send it to himself? Is that, that his hand holding the also, fork? Also, yeah, who's taking that photo? Yeah, because there's two hands in the photo. photo. What's can, going on? Have he's done the old uh, phone in your mouth on a timer? Yeah trick we've all been there right eh? <laughs> uh, we've, we've all been up there another... with our toasties this is going to be right up there with the um the the condoms and the safe at the bottom of the, the river <laughs> like who took this photo was there ever a girlfriend we got to get to the bottom of this boys this is going to be episode this is going to be There's season no two of our serial like show <laughs> He's he's catfishing the takeaway shop. Yeah, he's there's no girlfriend. Well, look, there's not much else to that story. That's basically it. I, uh, I'm glad you guys noticed that he got rejected because I didn't. I oh, thought, yeah, they were going to live happily there. ever on her. <laughs> All right, what else we got? Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, most of my sto- stories were kind of ended up falling apart because they weren't Scottish and uh you know doesn't matter I think, I, I think I'm, I'm tapped out. I'm, I've got one here I'm from ta- um, Paris from Paris Scotland. Um it's... <laughs> <laughs> I've got one tiny oh I've got one tiny one just on the subject of food. It's not really a story but it just again from the Daily Express says Redhead Rejoice free noodles to be handed out at chopstick stores in Scotland to celebrate Ed Sheeran's new album. <laughs> Fucking Ed, no. We're not I doing just, this, Johnny. I know what you're doing. 
and we're not doing this. I just thought that was quite funny. So basically, they gave free noodles to Redheads as a celebration of his album last year. Was this in Scotland? In Scotland. That was actually in Scotland. Okay. So I've got one more, actually, that I think it just is so fascinating to me. I know I think could maybe be an investigation of its own, but have you ever heard of the Catman of Greenock? Uh, yeah, it rings a bell. The guy. This is uh, yeah. Greenock, uh, Australia, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> well, I came across this. There's sort of an article from last year, and there's basically this weird legend. I'm going to show you a photo because it's so creepy. The Catman of Greenock. Yeah. Um, let me just share this. So, there's this guy who's known. Oh, no. And it's really scary. <laughs> no, is that a rat in his mouth? The Nazi yeah. guy was from Greenock. Do you think it's the same person? Might be the same person. Well, he's in blackface. These, look at these terrifying photos. So, basically, this guy has been spotted, uh, I think, since like for like 20 years or something. And he's often photographed with a rat in his mouth. And there's a rumor that he's like an old Russian sailor who got like lost in Greenock for some reason, like left his boat, couldn't find his way back, like back in the 70s or something, and um, has like lived as a cat ever since. And there's sort of these sightings and like YouTube videos of people in town. Like, I'll show you a bit of this. So this is a video. You say that almost as as if it's an explanation. The way you said that was like, oh, you know, there's a story that he's a Russian and he got stuck (laughs) in Scotland and therefore he turned into a cat man. Yeah, yeah, those those sense, two right? things. Yeah, are not... Obviously, <laughs> obviously. But so he's he looks like covered in soot almost, and all the like videos of him are like him under like vans or like under little weird alleys, like with rats in his mouth. And it's I think it looks an awful lot like James Corden. It, yeah, the, like James Corden from the movie Cats. Yeah, yeah. it's sort of it like that. quite unsettling. Yeah, Quite I mean, unsettling. If I, if I saw that, I'd crap myself. Yeah, it's terrifying. And like, there's all these. I mean, there's lots of photos of him. So there's like all these things of like people in Guruk, like almost like taking selfies with him, where he's been spotted over the years. And there's people who's like, you know, there's a line here about someone seeing him when he was like, like the person was 15 or 16, and now he's 27, and he still hears rumors about like people stumbling across him in Greenock. It's like. Quite oh scary. my god! This is this is going to be a whole episode. Yeah, like I sort of it was enough to, to make me just go like, we should talk about this because it's just very creepy and weird. But there's a story in there. This is terrifying. He's just lying on his belly in all these photos. Yeah, he's just looking, all, sort of on the floor in the sun. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I'm really upset that you brought this to my attention, but I thought you might quite like this, Rory. Like I feel yeah. like it's its own thing to have a look at. Uh, but I'd never heard of it before, and I saw it, and I thought, "Wow, that's interesting." So the Catman. So this is from Reddit. The Catman of Greenock is a Russian sailor who abandoned ship in Scotland in the 1970s and now lives in the woods, eat, eats rats, and appears black because he's never washed. Yeah, and I, there's lots of things saying he like lives in the bus station, so all the like exhaust fumes like have made him like covered in suit and things like that it's like very weird and there's a lot of people on that reddit forum and on youtube comments and stuff that are like yeah we saw him and we used to like chuck him food when we were kids and things it's like what this is very weird this is we'll look forward to this was a nicely episode on the Catman of greenick 
coming soon. All the imagery is very scary, I would say. So, like, Google it at your own risk. <laughs> that There's, like, the girl, and she's got her blurred-out face beside him, but she looks young. She should not be near him. Yeah, like, terrifying. Oh, there's a bottle of him drinking Bucky. <laughs> there's a, sorry, there's a yeah, photo I mean, of him drinking Bucky. <laughs> I think that might be the explanation right there. He's <laughs> just a filthy, filthy vagrant. Yeah, probably. Oh, there, there might be there might be a, some sort of TV show about it. Oh, this is fascinating. Okay, we'll, we'll get there. We'll get there eventually. Um, yeah. Look, that's it. I didn't have anything else. I just I don't I don't think there's anything that can top that absolutely <laughs> horrifying image that you've now put in my head. I'll give I will give an honourable mention to a story that you flagged up earlier, Rory, uh, in time old tradition on on this podcast. Obviously, the squirrel with tits will go down in folklore. Yes. Um, but I'll, I'll share this on our social media that uh, a Glasgow man has taken a picture of a squirrel making a bodybuilder pose outside his window. Um, and yeah, the, the, the squirrel does have very good form, I gotta say. Uh, and, you know, I think the masses need to see this hilarious yeah. image. You and I. It won't be as good as the squirrel with boobs, because nothing is. But. Right, but what I what I'm thinking, and we were talking about this offline, is that maybe this is some sort of misconnections between these two squirrels. We get bodybuilder squirrel, and we get squirrel with tits. We get them together. We see what happens. You know what happens with bodybuilder squirrels who take steroids? They're not shrink. Wait. Da, 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 da. All right. On that note, this will do, lads. This will do nicely. Thanks for listening, everybody. If you like the show, please take a moment to subscribe, rate, and write a quick review on whichever podcasting app you're using. It really does help us out. We'd love to hear from you either via our email, thistledonicelypod at gmail.com, or via facebook.com slash thistledopod, or follow us on Instagram and Twitter at thistledopod. You can also visit our website, thistledonicelypod.com. All original music in this podcast is written and performed by our very own Johnny Naismith. Please like and subscribe to his YouTube channel and follow him on Instagram at J-A-W underscore K-N-E-E underscore. Love, hugs, and kisses from the Thistle Do Nicely pod.